Well, we've come to that part of our Sunday gathering where we take time to read from the Bible and allow it to speak to our hearts. We are in the middle of a series called This Is Us. Week one, we looked at the fact that we are planted people. Week two, we looked at the fact that we are prophetic people. Week three, we looked at the fact that we are persevering people. In case you haven't listened to any of these talks, they're available on our YouTube channel and on our podcast for catch up. I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But each message is a standalone message in itself. So in case you've missed the last three, you'll still be able to understand what we're going to talk about today. And today we're going to be talking about the fact that we are pilgrim people. We are pilgrim people. Now, let me work a bit of the context behind why I chose this theme or the fact that we are pilgrim people. I want to build a few steps, a few blocks of foundation, and then I'll go into it because I'm really excited uh, for today's sermon. It's usually uh, something that I don't do, the style of how I'm going to do it today. So I'm really excited to share these thoughts with you. And I really think you'll enjoy it. And my prayer is that it will bless you and you will get uh, much out of it as I just share these thoughts with you. So, pilgrim people, uh, where did I get that theme and where are we going with that? One of the books in the Bible, in fact, the longest book in the Bible is the book of Psalms. It's got so many chapters and basically Psalms means songs. The word psalm means song. And so right in the middle of your Bible, you find the the book of Psalms and it's a book of songs written by different songwriters. Now, many of these songs have names or categories or titles. You know how we say when we listen to songs today, we say, well, are they love songs or are they songs about nature or are they patriotic songs? So we can have different types of songs. Are they children's songs? Are they songs of sorrow or grief? And in the book of Psalms or this book of songs, we have certain songs, Psalm 120 to Psalm 134, 15 songs, which are called pilgrim songs, or these are also known as the Song of Ascents. Basically, Uh, These were songs sung by pilgrims. Now, what do I mean by that? In the Old Covenant, three times a year, people had to become pilgrims, literally climb up the hills going to Jerusalem to celebrate three feasts. The Feast of Passover, the Feast of Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles. But we don't do that today. We don't come to Beacon Church and put everybody on a plane and say, no, 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 you can't be here. You've got to go to Jerusalem because you've got to celebrate Passover and Pentecost and uh, Tabernacle because Jesus has become our Passover. Jesus has become our Pentecost and Jesus has become our Tabernacle. We are so privileged that God now tabernacles among us and we tabernacle with him. But in the old covenant, pilgrims had to ascend the mountains in Jerusalem to go and worship three times a year. And when these pilgrims used to go, up the mountain on this hike to go into the presence of God to celebrate these three great feasts. They used to sing songs and these songs became known as pilgrim songs. And and these pilgrim songs, there are 15 of them. They're from Psalm 120 all the way to Psalm 134. 
Now, today, we are not pilgrims going into the presence of God. We have already received the presence of God. The Bible says that we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so we are not not going on a physical journey into the presence of God. But one of the things we do every day or every hour or every minute or whenever you like, not three times a year, whenever you like, you can also now enter the presence of God. The Bible says we can enter the presence of God boldly because of the grace and the mercy that we have received. What I want to do today is I've never done this before, but what I want to do today is I want to take you through all the 15 pilgrim songs. Of course, I won't have time to teach on each song. So this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a movie trailer that you thought, man, I love that. That was only a minute long. That was two minutes long. I want to go and watch this movie. The movie's probably two hours long, but the trailer is two minutes long. But the trailer hopefully whets your appetite to go and watch the film. And what I want to do is give you a trailer, 15 different trailers, from starting from Psalms 120 all the way to Psalm 134, 15 different songs. And I want to give you a trailer of what each of these songs are about, because each of these songs describes something that we are, that we already are. And that's why this series is called This Is Us. This is not something that we should do. This is who we already are. Many times we don't behave how we are supposed to behave because we don't know who we are. And today I want to describe to you the fact that we are pilgrim people. Somebody put that in the chat box. Say we are pilgrim people. I want to take you through 15 songs, give you a trailer, 15 different trailers. And my prayer is that it will whet your appetite to go and read these songs for yourself. Read these 15 songs. I'll tell you what, let's throw a challenge out there. There's 15 songs. Three of these songs only have three verses each. So some of these songs are really short. We have seven days before we come back next week. And we're looking at the part five of This Is Us series, which is the fact that we are passionate people. So over these seven days, I think we can read through these 15 songs. If you read one in the morning and one in the afternoon, or one in the morning and one in the evening, that should take you through 14 uh, if you read that for seven days. And maybe one of the days you can throw in one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one in the evening. And like I said, three of these songs are really short songs. They only have three verses each, so you'll be able to do more than one a day. That's a challenge if you want to do it. But I hope that this whets your appetite to go and read the Bible. I love the Bible. I love the Bible. I love the Bible with all my heart. I can spend hours in the Bible. And my prayer for you is that these trailers that I released today will whet your appetite to go and discover that you are pilgrim people. What are you on a pilgrimage to? Are you on a pilgrimage to discover God? No, God has already discovered you. So you are now on a pilgrimage to find out more about this amazing life you already have living on the inside of you. So are you ready? Here we go. We are pilgrim people and I'm going to start with our first song and our first song is Psalm 120. So I want to give you a trailer of each song. Psalms 120 
And this is what I want to say. And by the way, the notes of these trailers are in the notes section on our church online platform. So if you're involved in the chat box, click the notes tab and you'll be able to download the notes of all these 15 songs or the trailers or just the bullet points of all these 15 songs. Number one, pilgrims love peace. Pilgrims love peace. Psalms 120, it, it talks about the distress that somebody is really praying out to God. And uh, he says in verse 6, Too long have I had my dwelling among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. Pilgrims love peace. One of the things you and I already have is that because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you are no longer an enemy of God. The enmity between you and God has been abolished now and forever because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ that has been shed. And now you and I are children of peace. And our Lord and Savior is the Prince of Peace. And you and I now have peace on the inside because of Jesus. Pilgrims love peace. And today, if you are listening to me and your heart is troubled and you are worried and your mind is in a funny place, I want to encourage you with these words. Jesus said, the peace I give you is not like the peace that the world gives. The peace he gives you is a peace that stays, is a peace that remains, is a peace that calms every storm, is a peace that comes and brings wholeness and health on the inside. Pilgrims love peace and Psalm 120, the pilgrim is crying and praying and the songwriter is saying, oh, how I long and I yearn for peace. In the old covenant, the pilgrims longed for peace. But here we are in the new covenant. We have received the Prince of Peace. And today, if you lack peace, I have good news for you. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, offers you permanent peace. So that your heart does not have to live in trouble or worry or trauma and you can enter peace. Hey, that's your homework. Go and read the song of Psalm 120 for yourself and see what you'll get out of it because pilgrims love peace. Here's the next one. Are you ready? Trailer number two, Psalms 121. Pilgrims receive protection. Pilgrims receive protection. Pilgrim says in Psalms 121, He will not let my foot to be moved. Verse 3, He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. He is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by the day and the moon shall not strike you by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in. From this time and forevermore, pilgrims receive protection. Come on, put that in the chat box. Say, we are pilgrim people and we receive protection. You may not be able to afford a bodyguard. You may not be able to live in a place where you have protection all around. But I tell you what, 
Pilgrims have received a protection that is better than any bodyguard can offer. It is the protection from God Most High. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He will not allow the sun to strike you by day. He will protect you. He is before you. He is behind you. He is above you. He is below you. He is around you. He is with you. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. Pilgrims receive protection. In this day and age, we are reminded when we switch on the news, when we read the newspapers, when we listen to all the reports that there's danger from here, there's danger from there, there's financial danger, there's emotional danger, there's danger on our health, there's danger in the environment, there's danger due to global warming. And all these dangers are real and they are true. But we are pilgrim people and pilgrim people are protected, not by the government. Pilgrim people are not protected by our Bank balance, pilgrim protected people are not protected by our smartness or our cleverness or our education, but God Himself guarantees our protection. We are pilgrim people. And Psalms 121 writes that we are protected. Why don't you go and discover Psalm 121 for yourself? Because I'm sure this has whet your appetite to discover more of the protection that is on offer for you. Are you ready for number three? Psalms 122. Pilgrim people are excited about and pray for the house of the Lord. Pilgrim people are excited about and pray for the house of the Lord. Look at Psalms 122. It says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. This is how I feel like on Sundays, because wherever the people of God are gathered, that becomes the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord now no longer is a building. The house of the Lord now is the gathering of people. So if you're gathering in a watch party at home, you are in the house of the Lord. If you're gathering in a watch party at a, a a coffee shop there is the house of the Lord and Psalms 122 says I was glad when they said to me let us go to the house of the Lord I hope you're excited about church I hope you're excited about singing I hope you're excited about the word of God I hope you're excited about your leaders in this church I hope you're excited about tithing I hope you're excited about praising I hope you're excited about singing I hope you're excited about each other because if you're not find a church that you're excited about because pilgrim people get excited when somebody says let's go to the house of the Lord I was glad when they said to me let us go to the house of the Lord and it says in verse 6 pray for the peace of Jerusalem may they be secure may peace be within your walls and within your security for my brothers and my companions sake I will say peace be within you for the sake of the house of the Lord your God I will seek your good You see, pilgrim people pray for the church. Can I encourage you? Make it your ambition. Make it your duty. Make it your daily practice to pray for your pastor, to pray for Beacon Church, to pray for one another because pilgrim people are excited about the house of the Lord. Pilgrim people are excited about their pastor. Pilgrim people are excited for the word of God. Pilgrim people are excited for their brothers and sisters. We pray for each other. We care for one another. We don't build, we don't tear people down we build people up we speak with honor we speak with encouragement i was glad when they said to me let us go to the house of the lord 
That's Psalm 122. Why don't you discover Psalm 122 for yourself and find out what you feel you can get out of Psalms 122. Here's number four. Ready? Psalms 123. Pilgrims look to God for mercy. Pilgrims look to God for mercy. It starts by saying, to you I lift my eyes. As the eyes of the servants look to the hands of the master, so our eyes look to you. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us because we have had enough. Have mercy on us, Lord, because we have had enough. Have you ever felt like you've had enough? Have you ever felt like, God, I can't take it anymore? Have you ever felt like, gosh, this pain is too much, this trauma is too much, the discouragement is too much, everybody else is excited, but for me, I'm crumbling. Well, this pilgrim wrote this psalm, 123, saying, God, I've had enough, but I'm looking to you for mercy. Pilgrims look to God for mercy. Today, I want to encourage you, if you are in a place where you've had enough, If you're in a place where you think about an area of your life and it's overwhelming you, I want to encourage you, look to God. In Him, you will find mercy. In Him, you will find comfort. Pilgrims, look to the Lord for mercy. Today, I want to encourage you to go and read Psalm 123 and find out what you get out of this pilgrim song. Song number five. Ready? Here we go. Psalm 124. Pilgrims remember with gratitude what the Lord has done. (laughs) Pilgrims remember with gratitude what the Lord has done. Psalms 124 starts with these words. If it was not for God who was on our side. If it was not for God who was on our side. When people rose up, we would have been swallowed alive. The floods would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. And the raging waters would have gone over us. Bless the Lord who has not given us as prey. Bless the Lord we have escaped like a bird. And the snare is broken. Bless the Lord we have escaped our help is in the name of the Lord who has made heaven and earth Psalms 124 the pilgrim writes can you imagine back in the day they're off they've got their lamb with them they've got their turtle dove with them they're going up the mountains of Jerusalem step by step they're hiking up perhaps to go to the feast of tabernacles or the feast of Pentecost or the feast of 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 uh, of Passover and they often get often traveling in groups and they start singing the song and a songwriter takes a pen out and starts writing these lyrics psalms 124 as he is going or as she is going they can't just help but think about the goodness of god they look back and think man we should have blown it we had we had chances where we where we nearly got killed where where we where we made mistakes and it should have drowned us but bless the lord we are here bless the lord i'm still standing Do you know that some of your friends are no longer here on earth? Do you know that some of your colleagues are no longer here on earth? Do you know that you are still standing here because of the goodness of God? Do you know that you got out of bed today because of the goodness of God? Do you know that you are here today because of God's mercy? Do you know that he has provided for you? He has forgiven you. He has healed you. And sometimes pilgrims just take a moment and look back and look at the way God has led us. He has led us through coronavirus. He 
has led us through a global pandemic. He has led us through January and February and March and April and May and June and July and August of 2021. We're almost at the end of August and we're going into September. God has been good to us. Bless the Lord who has been our help. Pilgrims pause and think back and give God praise for how far he has brought us. Pilgrims, remember with gratitude what the Lord has done. Come on, in your watch parties all over the place. Think for a moment how far God has brought you and take 10 seconds to clap your hands, to shout praise unto Jesus because God has been good to you. God has been good to you. Psalms 125. This is the sixth song of ascents or sixth of the pilgrim songs. Pilgrims are confident about God's unchanging love and therefore they enjoy security. Pilgrims are confident about God's unchanging love and therefore they enjoy security. Psalms 125 says, Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They cannot be moved, but they abide forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. As these pilgrims are walking up Jerusalem, they can see Mount Zion. Have you ever seen a majestic mountain? It can't be moved. You can't put, make a, a huge wind blow on it and move it. You can't bring a flood and move it. You can't, you can't, you can't crack it. You can't push it. You can't shove it. And the Bible says those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion and they cannot be moved and it abides forever. As these pilgrims are walking up, they can see mountains surrounding Jerusalem. And one of the songwriter takes a pen and writes these songs, these words to the song. It says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forevermore. Can I encourage you? You are pilgrim. I am a pilgrim. We are pilgrim people and pilgrim people. People are like a mountain that cannot be shaken. The economy can shake. Governments can shake. But you and I, we are children of God and we cannot be shaken. Because the mountain, just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the love of God surrounds us. Number seven, Psalms 126. Pilgrims are sowing people. Pilgrims are sowing people. Verse 5 says, Those who sow in tears will reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. I love the fact that in Beacon Church, we are sowing people. We sow because we expect to reap. And the Bible says in Psalms 126, this pilgrim, as he is going up these steps of Jerusalem, writes these songs. I might be sowing today in tears, but I'm going to reap with joy. I may be sowing today in tears, but I'm going to reap with joy. Some of you know what it is not just to sow. Some of you know what it is to sow with tears. You know why we cry? Because it's painful. And some of you had to sow forgiveness with tears. Some of you have had to sow money tithe with tears. Some of you have had to sow good words with tears. Some of you had to sow kindness with tears. I want to prophesy over your life. If you have sowed with tears, you're going to reap with joy. 
Some of you have had to sow surrender with tears. Some of you have had to sow yielding with tears. And pilgrim people are sowing people. And when we sow, we reap. And when we sow with tears, we will reap with joy. I wonder what was going through the mind of that pilgrim as he wrote these words, as she wrote these words, saying those who sow in tears will reap with joy. We are sowing people. Verse 6 says, He who goes out sowing, bearing seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing sheaves with him. I feel like pausing right now and prophesying over every seed that has been sown into Beacon Church. You have gone out with a seed to sow, and some of you have sown with tears. You're going to come back with shouts of joy, and sheaves of harvest are going to accompany your sowing. We are pilgrim people, and pilgrim people are sowing people. Here's trailer number eight. Pilgrims value legacy. Psalms 127 says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, and the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hands of the warrior are children of one's youth. You know what an arrow does? An arrow can go further than you can go. And the Bible says children are a heritage from the Lord. And that's why here at Beacon Church, we put such value on our children's work. We put such value on Beacon Kids. We put such value on our children. Why? Because children are a heritage from the Lord. And if God is for heritage and if God is for children, then you should be about children too. You know, one of the things that we're doing here at Beacon Church, we're sowing, we're praying, we're looking at a harvest that we might not even see in our lifetime here on earth. But I promise you this, you will be up in heaven one day looking down at our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. And the legacy we live leave now on earth will make an impact on earth. Because pilgrim people value legacy. Can I encourage you to live for something that's bigger than you? Don't just live for something that's just about you and your world, and your retirement, and your comfortable life, and how you want to structure your week. Make a few adjustments. Make a few sacrifices. Live for something that's beyond your grave, so that long after you are gone, and long after people may even forget your name, the seeds you have sown is going to impact a legacy that you're going to leave behind here on earth. Number nine, Psalms 128. Pilgrim people walk in prosperity. Now, come on. That's a word for somebody. Pilgrim people walk in prosperity. Look at Psalms 128. It says, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. I'm just going to repeat that a few times. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. I'm going to repeat that again. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. You will eat the fruit of your hands. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine. Uh, Your children will be like olive shoots. Thus is the man who fears the Lord. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children, the songwriter says. Pilgrim people, enjoy prosperity. 
Perhaps you're looking at your life and saying, man, I don't see any prosperity in my life. I don't see any prosperity with my marriage. I don't see any prosperity with my children. Well, get ready. That's about to change. Why don't you right now believe that you and I, we're pilgrim people and pilgrim people walk in prosperity. And this Psalm says in Psalms 128 verse 2, you shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. Every person that's fearing right now, saying something's going to go wrong in my life, I rebuke that thought and I speak Psalm 128 verse 2 over you. It shall be well with you. We're pilgrim people. And because we're pilgrim people, we walk in prosperity. Number 10. Pilgrim people process pain. Pilgrim people process pain. I told you the 15 songs, pilgrim songs, Psalms 129 makes for painful reading. That's why I love the Bible because the Bible does not just skip over the bad parts. Oh my words, Psalms 129 is really painful. It says, they afflicted me greatly from my youth. The plowers plowed upon my back and they made long their furrows. Can you imagine plowing back in the day when there was no tractors? You, you plowed with an axe. And the person who's writing says, the pain I feel is like somebody has taken an axe and they have just made furrows, lines upon lines upon my back where they have just plowed and plowed away. Can you imagine the pain this person is in? And he still goes on to describe how it just keeps getting worse for him. But he processes it with God. Can I say to some of you, there's pain in your life. And faith is not pretending that the pain is going to go away. I've said this before and one of the things I do is I process pain once a year. I go for therapy myself, for inner healing, for my mental health, where I chat through and pray with people who help me process pain. And right in the middle of all of these songs is a song that is incredibly painful. But he processes it. She processes it with God. Pilgrim people process pain. Can I encourage you not to ignore your pain? Can I encourage you not to pretend that your pain does not exist? Can I encourage you not to bury your head in the sand and hope that it goes away? Can I say something that somebody said to me once? Time doesn't heal anything. Time just makes you forget how bad it hurt. Time doesn't heal anything. Time just makes you have time so you can process pain. And today, if you're listening to me and you've just maybe buried your head in the sand and hoping that the pain goes away, can I encourage you to take it to the Lord in prayer and process pain. Pilgrims process pain. Number 11. I love this one. Pilgrims are forgiven people. Pilgrims are forgiven people. Oh, man, I was reading Psalms 130, which is the next one. And the cry of the, of, of the songwriter begging for forgiveness. Oh God, I cry to you. 
If you were to remember my iniquities and my sin, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness. I wait for you. I hope for you. I wait for you more than the watchmen wait for the morning. My hope is in you. My With you there is steadfast love with you with redemption. And he will, God will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. They were hoping for forgiveness. But we're not in the old covenant. <laughs> we're children of the new covenant. We are not servants of the Lord. We are sons and daughters of God. We are forgiven people. Pilgrims are forgiven people. I wonder what it was like to write that song, Song 130, Psalm 130. They are hoping. He says, my soul waits for the Lord more than the watchmen wait for the morning. Hoping that I'll get forgiveness. Oh Lord, if you were to remember sin, who would stand? Yet you and I don't have to walk sheepishly before God because the blood of Jesus Christ has forgiven us from all sin. The Bible says once and for all, with one sacrifice, he has perfected for all times everybody that is being saved. You and I, we're pilgrim people and pilgrim people are forgiven people. Somebody put that in the chat box, pilgrim people are forgiven people. Number 12. Pilgrims worship through mystery. This is perhaps my favorite song out of the 15. It's one of the shortest ones, Psalm 131. I know you're not supposed to have favorites, but this is my favorite of all of the 15. Oh Lord, my heart is not lifted up. I don't occupy myself with things that are too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quietened my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Do you know, there will be certain things you'll never be able to understand. In your life, there'll be certain questions that'll never be answered. There'll be certain things that's just beyond your comprehension. And pilgrim people are okay with mystery. There are questions that I, I don't have answers for. There are parts of the Bible that I don't understand. There are parts about God I don't fully get. I don't get why some people have to suffer pain. I don't get why sometimes we pray for the sick and they're not healed. I don't get why sometimes people hear the good news of Jesus Christ and they don't want to accept this good news. I don't get why there is sometimes pain and suffering. I don't get why some children are abused even before they have a chance to lift their heads. I don't get why there is so much debt and divorce and pain and suffering in the world. Yes, there are explanations and answers to it, but there are so many things in this world that still remains a mystery. And this pilgrim writes in Psalms 131, I have trained my heart like a child that is weaned from his mother. I've trained my heart not to occupy myself with things I don't understand. It's a great practice. Because when we come into the presence of God, 
If you always want an answer, and if everybody owes you an explanation, and unless you have an explanation, and if things are not in the right place, and you don't make you make sure that all your ducks are in a row, and all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and if you're not in control, it bothers you, then you'll never be able to enjoy a relationship with God. You see, faith is not always about having the answers. Faith is worshipping God through the mystery. Faith is worshipping God through the mystery. And pilgrim people worship through the mystery. Now we're almost at the end. Song number 13 is found in Psalms 132. Pilgrim people sacrifice for mission. Pilgrim people sacrifice for mission. It starts with these words. O Lord, please remember David and all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob. I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. David was a king. He had everything. He he had a palace. His life was good. And he could have just retired and just that, you know what? My life is made. God comes to David and says, hey, David, just want you to know I have a plan to build a temple for my name. And it's not going to be you. It's going to be your son, Solomon, who's going to build that. David didn't go, oh, thanks, God. Glad you told me. I'm going to put my legs up and enjoy my retirement. But the Bible says that David gave his eyelids no rest. And he swore to God that he would not go to bed until he had done everything, until he had sacrificed everything so that the mission of God could be completed. Pilgrim people sacrifice for the mission. I am so proud of Beacon Church. There is no church that I know about that sacrifices as much as the people in this church. Some people here have sacrificed food, sacrificed money, literally given up sleep, literally given up careers, literally moved, moved towns to be with us, literally given up on other job opportunities to be here, literally taken days off work, to be on mission, literally given off their time and energy, deprioritized other things in order to prioritize God. There are people in this world, in this, in our church, who could perhaps buy a better car, who could perhaps go on a better holiday, who could perhaps shop better or eat better, but they have sacrificed and they have chosen to bring 10% of their income every month because they believe tithing honors God. Pilgrim people sacrifice for the mission. Psalms 132 says, Lord, remember David and all the hardships he endured. And he swore to God that he will not give his eyelids sleep until he finds a place for the dwelling of the Lord. He was so, so adamant that he was going to do whatever it takes to help the mission. And even when God told him, it's not you that's going to build the church, that's going to build the temple, it's going to be your son. And he said, well, then I can maybe get material ready for Solomon. And so David got timber ready and David got building materials ready and said, okay, I won't be around to see the building of this temple, 
but I'll do whatever is in my power so that those who are building the temple of God can have a leg up. Pilgrim people, sacrifice for the mission. I want to challenge you. What have you sacrificed lately? What have you sacrificed lately? The Bible even says that we are to bring a sacrifice of praise. You know why? Because sometimes even praise is difficult and we have to sacrifice and bring it. My encouragement to you today is that we are pilgrim people and pilgrim people sacrifice for the mission. Song number 14 is found in Psalm 133. Pilgrim people honor unity. Somebody put that in the chat box. Pilgrim people honor unity. I'm going to read the whole psalm because only three verses. Behold how good and how pleasant it is when brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It's like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. There is a place that God has commanded blessing and life forevermore. You know where that place is? In a place of unity. In a place of unity. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers and sisters to dwell together in unity. If you're in a room with other people, look around you. These are your brothers. These are your sisters. If you're watching this on your own, when you get back together for our in-person gatherings in September, look around you. These are your brothers and sisters. Dwell in unity because there God commands a blessing. There is where the oil flows. The oil is indicative of the anointing, of supernatural power, of protection. There God commands a blessing. Can I say, do not gossip. Do not listen to gossip. Do not backbite and slander and all these things are evil and they hurt the heart of God. Do not speak dishonorably about your brothers, about your sisters, about the Bible, about the presence of God, about the church of God, about the pastors. It grieves the heart of God and you are robbing yourself of the blessing. Why? Because it is in unity that God commands a blessing. Sometimes people say to me, you know, I don't gossip, but... um, I just find it really hard because when I get together, other people gossip. And I often say to them, well, what is it about you makes them comfortable to gossip in your presence? Think about that. If you're one of those people who say, well, I don't really gossip. It's just that when I get together, other people gossip. What is it about you that makes them comfortable to gossip in your presence? Next time you hear somebody gossiping and say, hey, I'm sorry. I want to excuse myself. We either change the topic I'm going to excuse myself because I do not entertain gossip in my presence. Try doing that the next time. I'll tell you what, they'll never again be able to gossip in your presence. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. For there the Lord has commanded a blessing. We declare unity over Beacon Church and I love the unity we enjoy in our community. Pilgrim people honor unity. Here is trailer number 15. I hope you go 
and read through all these songs. And I hope they become life to you. Number 15, Psalms 134. Pilgrim people are praising people. Put that in the chat box. Pilgrim people are praising people. This song has also got three verses. I'm going to read it to you. Come bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. <laughs> Come bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. He said, Come on, join me, join me, join me, join me. And let's lift our hands and let's bless the Lord. Pilgrim people are praising people. Not, 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 not just praising privately. Oh, it's between me and the Lord. You know, I, I praise in my bedroom because it's between me and the Lord. No, no, no. Pilgrim people are going, hey, come on, come on. Come bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. Come on, come on. Join me. Join me. Let's lift our hands. I wonder wherever you're sitting, if you've never done this before, why don't you lift your hands right now all over this place, in your watch parties, at home, perhaps watching this later by podcast, however you're doing it. Let's lift our hands and bless the Lord because pilgrim people are praising people. 15 songs, 15 pilgrim songs. Hope it has whet your appetite to go and read it for yourself. I wanted to give you a quick overview of what it means to be pilgrim people because that's who we are. We're pilgrim people. Remember, the notes of everything I've said is available in the notes section on the Church Online platform. Download it. Make sure you study the Bible for yourself. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We lift up our hands right now and give you praise because pilgrim people are praising people. We thank you that we are united as one church. So there the Lord commands a blessing. I command right now over every hand that is lifted up, the oil of God to flow, the anointing of God to flow, the grace of God to flow, the miraculous working power of God to flow. There the Lord commands a blessing. As the pastor of Beacon Church, I command a blessing on every financial situation, on every marriage, on every friendship, on our mental health, on our emotional well-being, on the presence of God, on our children, on our children's children, on our children's children's children. There the Lord commands a blessing. We lift our hands and we bless your name because we are pilgrim people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, if you have never given your life to Jesus, I want to encourage you to join us and become a pilgrim yourself. Jesus died in your place, was buried, and he's risen again. If you believe in your heart that Jesus died, and if you confess with your mouth that he rose from the dead, then you will be rescued from an old life, given a brand new identity. You can become a child of God. I want to lead you in a very simple prayer. There's also a button in the chat box. If you click that, if you want to give your life to Jesus, there'll be people willing and ready to pray with you, help you take your next steps. Pray with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died and that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, I believe you've made a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Please reach out to us. Don't do life on your own. We'll help you take your next steps, pray with you, pray for you and connect you to the wider family of your brothers and sisters here at Beacon Church. It's time for Beacon Kids. Enjoy. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.